0: you're listening to the holy hot mess mom podcast i'm heather and i like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around on our jam jams with no makeup a messy bun and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child in this show we chat about homemaking simplifying mommyhood jesus and everything in between this is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy beautiful hilarious mess i want to give you the encouragement support and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab a cup of coffee, or wine if it's been one of those days, relax, and let's chat. Hey, so welcome to the first bonus episode of the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. So in these little bonus episodes, when something comes to me for the readings of Mass that week, or I hear something really great, or I see a video or something online that explains something really well, I'm going to pop on here. I'll post this on Sunday morning so that you can listen to it on the way to church or on the way back from church or whenever. But for what I've gotten out of mass, I don't know what I'm going to call this yet, but let's call it what I got out of the word. I don't know. So anyways, today is the Feast of the Epiphany. And If you've been Catholic for any amount of time, if you've known Catholics for any amount of time, you know, they always say, oh, we always keep the tree up until Epiphany. And I kind of just said that and I didn't really know why. And there's even like this meme from Downton Abbey um, where I don't even remember what the main character's name was. Anyways, she's got this look on her face and it was like, we leave the tree up until Epiphany. You'll get used to doing things our way around here properly, you know, something like that. So anyways, you leave the tree up until epiphany. Why? So epiphany actually means like a divine manifestation. So it was the divine. It's a celebration of the divine revelation of Jesus, not to the Jews because that happened on Christ's birthday. This is the divine manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles, to everybody that's not Jewish. So if you've never read the Old Testament or you've never studied it or anybody hasn't explained it to you, the Old Testament is this entire journey of salvation that the Jewish nation is trying to rekindle, you know, based on the sinful nature that was brought to us because of Adam and Eve. And that promise of a family covenant. So a covenant is a promise, but it's more like a family bond, like an adoption. That covenant was only available to Jews who followed these Mosaic and Davidic laws that God had told to a select few that then proclaimed them to everybody else. So if this is how the, how it went, then Jesus would have came. He would have saved just the gen- the Jews, not us Gentiles, and everybody else would be on their merry way to just sin and never have a relationship with God. But the epiphany happened. Why do we celebrate it so close to Christmas? And that is because we're celebrating when those Magi brought the gifts. Okay, so according to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 528, The epiphany is when Jesus is presented not only, I'm paraphrasing, by the way, not only as the son of God and Messiah to the Jewish Israel and everything they've been waiting for, but he is also the son of God and savior of the entire world. The magi or singular magus, which kind of sounds like magic, so you can remember it. They were representative of the pagan religious. So when these three people came to honor the baby Jesus, they're representative of everybody who's not Jewish, realizing the Savior that is Christ. So these Magi were this like well-off affluent people. They would read the stars, astronomy, They would predict things. Sometimes they would perform magic. They were well off. They were, you know, hung around with kings and things like that. They read the stars, which told them to find a king. And that's when they went looking for Jesus. Now, do you think that an angel and it's like heavenly one true God glory would show up to these pagans that don't worship a one true God and tell them to go do something? Would they obey? I mean, I, I don't know if they're like, we don't even believe in your God. Like what is going on? I, they probably would have been really confused. Angels weren't in their sorcery and astrology books. So a lot of theologians interpret that is that an angel manifested to them in the form of a star because that's what they knew. That's what they were reading. So they came to pay honor to this newborn king because that's what they read in the stars. The stars were directing them to do that. And they went, in representation of everyone that Jesus came to save, everyone. He came to save the Jews, like God promised in the Messiah, but also us non Jews or Gentiles. So, their coming to worship him means that all of us can worship him as our Savior and be received into the family of God per the covenants of God that he made with the Jews. So, to further this, an angel, an actual angel, came to the Jewish shepherds in the field, and they believed the angel. He was speaking their lingo. Messengers from God to, Jewish, to the Jewish chosen people. Even if they were dirty and covered in shepherd animal stuff, they were probably not wealthy because, you know, they were just shepherding sheep and tending to their flock. They weren't these, like, grand, rich people in the Jewish community but their common faith and knowledge of all the prophecies of the Old Testament, that when they went back and told everybody in their family in town, they probably believed them. Not to mention, there's a lot of historical dating and knowledge in the Bible, pretty much timeline predicted when it was gonna happen, when the Messiah was gonna come. So much so that around that time, everybody was kind of claiming to be the Messiah. Caesar Augustus was claiming to be the Messiah. You know, all these people were trying to do this claim to fame because that's what even King Herod was. He was trying to be Jewish, you know, trying to fulfill all the things. But people knew that he really wasn't the Messiah because he was not of Jewish descent. So who did God send to tell Herod that a king had been born? Not these lowly shepherds, because he wouldn't have granted these dirty, not prestigious shepherds an audience, would he? but God is a really ridiculous in his plan. He knows what he's doing. So who did he send to tell Herod? The Magi, right? The rich, affluent, smart, educated, well-off and well-respected Magi. And Herod believed them, which then led him to order the murder of all babies in Bethlehem. By the way, probably wasn't a lot. I assume like this massacre of babies that was like thousands, but Bethlehem was actually a really sleepy town back then. It's estimated that there were only like, I think what I read in a book was like five to 10 baby boys between the ages of zero to two when Herod ordered their murder. And what did Joseph have to do because of this order to murder all the babies? He had to flee his new family of three to Egypt and exile to Egypt. When else did that happen in the Bible? Oh yeah, (laughs) Moses. So it's all these prophecies being fulfilled, and the savior of the entire world, not just the Jewish people. So another thing about these three magi, which I found fascinating, was they are assumed by many theologians to represent not only totally the pagan world, the non-Jewish world, the Gentiles, but also the three roles of Jesus. And that is gold because he is king frankincense because he is an offering for our sins. Frankincense was offered, uh, normally offered up in sacrifice and that he was mortal with the myrrh. Myrrh was actually used for anointing the dead and trying to cover up the stench a little bit, which is crazy because why would these Magi who come to worship this little baby, bring them Jewish Death anointing like oils, hmm, totally God's huge plan, right? So, two final points on the epiphany is that it is when the good news is realized for everyone, not just the promised Jewish nation, but everybody, all of us, for you, for me, for the lady in the car next to you at a red light, for everyone. This opened up the door, so it's kind of a second Christmas, and second. It's yet another turn that God put on the path to have Jesus fulfill every single foreshadowing, every single prophecy, every single prediction ever made about the Jewish Messiah and the Savior of the, of the entire world. Pretty cool, huh? So a lot of this I got from reading the book Joy to the World, How Christ's Birth Changed Everything and Still Does by Dr. Scott Hahn. It's a really quick, easy book. I think it's like 130 pages, maybe 150 pages. But it was really cool, really fascinating to kind of learn all this typology. Typology is, is the New Testament fulfilling the prophecies of the Old and the Old Testament foreshadowing everything that happens in the new. So it's really cool. So if you're interested, I am putting the link in the show notes and you'll be able to go find that online. And you might be able to find it at a Catholic bookstore. It's, it's a, it's a really good book. So I really suggest going to get that, but I hope you have a great epiphany and come back here tomorrow for another hot mess mom story. This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at Holy Hot Mess Mom, as well as in our exclusive Mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M A M A S, so we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.